Welcome to another David McCracken Ministries podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. I was going to share what I shared last night today, but the Lord is telling me something different. So my job is to be obedient, not to be eloquent. started to speak to me only last night and this morning. So I'm just going to download just for a couple minutes. Can I do that? He told me the importance of seeing seasons accurately. Seeing seasons accurately. I'll tell you what he used to trigger and speak. And I just, I just want to release this just for a couple moments by the grace of God. Help me, Holy Ghost. On Friday... Just gone two days ago. It was 23 degrees and sunny and I went for a walk and got sunburn on the back of my neck. Yesterday was 23 degrees, bucketing with rain. I did not go for a walk and I did not get sunburn. And tomorrow's the top of 12 and it's raining. And next week it's summer. So next week, it's a different season And whether it's 12 degrees and raining, 23 degrees and raining, 23 degrees sunny, 36 degrees and sunny, it's going to be summer. But the weather conditions would try to make you believe it's not summer. I need you to lean in the spirit for a moment because something's about to shift. In fact, I've had times where it's summer and it's a 12 degree raining day and I go, this ain't summer. I refuse to accept this is summer. Anyone else? Yeah, it's just like, it's just, it's just almost insults you, doesn't it? I mean, you hear a language like it's going to be a top of 12. I don't care in whose book it is. That's not a top, it's a low. Don't tell me that's a top. I, I, and don't tell me that's summer. But the Lord used that to speak to me for you and me. And he says, we are misdiagnosing seasons. I'm just going to grab this and read a couple of statements from here if I can. Yeah, just for a couple of minutes. Let's see how strong you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. You guys did quite well. Actually, you did very well. Praise God. God spoke to me and said, what we have done is we have gone to, I'm speaking into your life right now, using the imagery. We've gone to the 12 degree days and said, that ain't summer when it's summer. We've gone to the 27 degree day and go, okay, that's summer. But summer is not set or summer is not defined by the temperature. It's preset in December, January and February is summer here in Australia, whether you like the weather or not. I need you to hear what the Spirit of God is about to say. And in our lives, I believe that God is highlighting to me that some of us are struggling through the season because we've said, That's not what this should be. 
And God started to speak to me. I just want to mention these things. He showed me that wilderness seasons are actually preparation seasons. But unless you see God's intention, you will identify naturally and you'll be disappointed, despondent and derailed. John the Baptist was prepared in a wilderness. But for many, a wilderness is just a place of barrenness and it's like, why do I want to be here? But God was preparing him. But he had to surrender to what God was doing. Jesus was prepared for 40 days, wasn't he? In a wilderness where he was tempted and he was hungry and he was fasting. Moses was prepared in a wilderness. If you're going through a wilderness in your life, spiritually, I declare by the Spirit of God that God wants you today to see that it's actually a season of preparation. Because if you can see it, you will embrace it and God will do His work. I just want you to receive this and hear this today. The Lord said to me that lonely seasons are prayer seasons. The Bible says that Jesus withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Have you ever been in that place where you go, where is everyone? Everyone's abandoned me. Everyone's gone. I don't have friends. Unless we can shift from the natural reality of what we don't have to God, what is this season in you meant to look like? The season will be prolonged and the fruit will not be produced and we will get discouraged. When there's no one else around and there's you and God, can I declare you are not lacking. You are entering into the greatest divine invitation of intimacy beyond what distractions often allow us to enter into. I heard the Lord say, removal seasons are pruning seasons. You're in a season where you feel like things are getting stripped away from you. Things are getting taken away from you. We can often fixate on what's been removed rather than say, okay, God, even fruitful people in you, you prune, you remove, you cut off. Why? So that I can be more fruitful. We focus on the natural removal, not the divine pruning. Sometimes God will remove that which has your affection so that your affection can be given to the one whom you were created to give it to. And then He will, all these things I'll add back to you, but I'll do it in a way that they don't have your heart, that I have your heart. These are days of refining, says the Lord. And for everything, there's a time and there's a season, but we've got to see the season. I heard the Lord say, Delayed answers in prayer seasons. Anyone ever had them? Anyone honest enough to say you've been praying for something, someone healing, you've been praying for something for a long time? Anyone had a delayed answer in prayer? How about prodigals away from the... Anyone had... I've had many of those seasons. And the Lord said, I want you to see delayed answers in prayer seasons as persevering seasons. It doesn't sound overly nice, does it? Because <laughs> we just want the answer to the prayer. But Hebrews tells us that we are not of those who shrink back. 
we are not, but we are ones that live in faith and we'll even like it says of many in Hebrews 11 that we will even die in faith still believing <laughs> perseverance pleases God it, it really does perseverance pleases God we, we heard the, 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 the word before about do not grow weary in doing good because you reap a harvest if you do not give up. We heard that prophetic word being brought. Do not grow weary. There is something about perseverance. Even James 1, when we go through trials of all kinds, come on, count of joy when you go through the trials, because what is a trial? It is a testing of your faith. What is a test of your faith? The test of your faith is just in the trial. The testing does reveals, do you believe what you say about God or not? A test is not to condemn, it's just to reveal what you know so that it, what you lack can be added. Come on, right now, you need to hear the Word of the Lord. You do a test in year 11, the year 12, the purpose of it is not to point the finger and shame you for what you don't know. It's meant to give an overview to see what you know so where you lack, the teachers can come and help you learn. We are misinterpreting what is going on in our lives. The testing of our faith is not for condemnation's sake. It's to reveal that, oh, I, I, I believe, but help my unbelief. And God comes and adds when we're in a place where we are hungry, sorry, humble enough to say, God, I can't do this by myself. Don't ever be ashamed or feel weak when you say, I can't. It's the starting point for encounter with God. We don't come because we're strong. We come because we're weak. We don't come because we're whole. We come because we're broken. We don't come because we have everything. We come because we're in need. Come to me if you're weary and you're burdened. Come on, you don't have to fix yourself up. Lord, show me years ago, you don't clean yourself up before you have a shower. No, the purpose of the shower is to clean you. And so often in the church, it's like I got to prepare myself to come to the place where God can do what God can do. Come as you are. Your season has come now. Come now, come now. You're broken. That's all right. Come. <laughs> You're fearing. Come. You're struggling. Come. You're angry with God, come. The season, what is it the season for? But the perseverance, the Bible says, can all joy when you face these trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, but you must let perseverance finish its work. So perseverance is doing a work. What's the work? That you may be mature complete, lacking nothing. You are not mature and complete by the absence of trials, but by your perseverance through trials. But you must see it as a season of growth, not just of lack. How you see your season determines what is produced in your season. And we are thankful for the rain. Hallelujah. Let the rain of His Spirit and His glory fill this place in Jesus' Name.
Discipline seasons are loving seasons. Discipline seasons in God are not punishment seasons, they're loving seasons. God disciplines those He loves. A loving parent will discipline. It's different to punishment. Punishment is you got to pay a price. Discipline is a is a leading you, guiding you, directing you from your own self to a place where you can be whole. Come on, let's not misdiagnose the seasons. Prison seasons are praise seasons. Come on. If you're in prison, the purpose, the intention of God is not that you get out of prison, but you praise in prison. I'm not giving you cliche. I'm giving you truth. Come on, Joseph interpreted dreams in a prison. Paul and Silas praised. Yes, they got a breakthrough, but they didn't know they were going to get the breakthrough. They didn't know the prison doors. You need to understand a breakthrough is not when you get out of something. It's when you break through the natural into the spiritual when you're still in prison. It might manifest into a natural breakout. But breakthrough is not when you break through a wall. It is the breaking through. I'm in prison, but I'm still praising. You just broke through. Seasons of emptiness. Anyone been there? I'll tell you what they are in God. There's seasons to be filled. We so often look at something empty and bemoan the fact that there's nothing in it. No, fill it up. Come on. If something's full, you can't put anything else in it, man. You you get another container, you get another container. Come on. The, the prophet in the Old Testament, God said, get some jars, I'll fill them up. They only stop when He stopped presenting something that could be filled. God says, you feel empty, come to me. I want to fill you up. I'm going to hand back to Pastor Adrian just in a moment. But then after that, if you just want a touch of God, this is what I'm going to ask. Honestly, with the amount of people here don't have time to pray for all the needs, I'm talking if... In a moment, can we can we worship again after? Okay, we're going to worship. And if that's you, I just want you to come down the, the front or even in the aisle. Some people are going to go out and have more tea. Please, please feel free. But if you just want to touch your God, Sally and myself and maybe some of the other pastors, we're going to come and just as we worship and you focus on God, not on me, not on Sally. You just focus on loving God. We're going to come and release the glory of God on you and He's going to touch you and He's going to fill you. And if we, when we're doing that, if we can have a few guys just following along behind us because I think God's just going to touch some people. But here's the last thing I want to say. And then I hand back. The Lord told me about seeing seasons accurately, but I want to speak to everyone watching online for a moment. And I've got to be obedient because I love you. And the Lord told me we need to see online church accurately. And online church is a necess- necessity not a convenience. I want to speak to you. I want to speak to anyone watching this in times to come. There are some people that cannot make it to church for some reason. 
The necessity is I want to, I'm hungry, I want to encounter God. So you watch online, then you do that. But if it's a convenience, it's not a right use of online church. I want to love you enough to speak because the Bible says, do not forsake the gathering together of the saints. Something happens in the corporate that God can't, do He doesn't do. He just chooses not to do as much. Now, if you're at home out of necessity, God can do the same thing there as He can here. But if you're there out of convenience, God is not a God of convenience. God is not a God of casual. God is not a God of, I'd rather be here than go there. I want to encourage you by the grace and the power and the authority of Jesus Christ, get back into the house of God because God wants to do something in the corporate. The Bible says, whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. It is corporate. It's collective. We are a body. We are a body fitly joined together and God we cry out that your spirit be poured out on all flesh and may we understand the seasons that are sin and just this is my encouragement this day ask the Father Father what is this the season for you're going through something God what is this the season for from your perspective let him speak to you then embrace it as a whether it's be brokenness or healing or loneliness or financial situation. If you're in a financial lack, I'll tell you what the season is. It's not lack. It's a revelation that God's your provider. It's trust. Are you hearing, are you hearing what I'm saying? Don't look at the natural, I'm in a season of this. No, 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 no. God, what is this the season for? And we step from the natural into the supernatural. Come on, from the, from the temporal into the eternal, from the element of the natural feelings to a faithful expectation. Praise God. Praise God. Thanks for listening. For more content, head to our website, davidmccracken.org.